0: Welcome to the Two Pints Radio Show with your host, that Nick Guy. I'm at Town Tavern in Newcastle, Indiana, sipping on some beer with a good friend here. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing great, my man. I really, really am. Can you state your name and what you're drinking? Yes, I can. I'm Derek Radford, and I am currently having a Heineken and a Jameson and Coke. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm
0: just having a goose 312, and I'm it's pretty that. fucking
1: tasty. Those are pretty good. <laughs> oh. To get sponsored there, huh? <laughs> no, <not> really? <laughs> <laughs> it would However, be ni- it would be nice though, right? <laughs> if they really wanted to, that yeah, would be out. cool. Advertising dollars. Yeah. Ching Ching?
0: Not about that. <laughs> no, but still. be but nice for a few cases. Yeah,
1: yeah it would be nice. A few cases.
0: Oh, and of course, wait. Hey. <laughs> it's Dave of with a big flip of chicken in. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I'm at Town Tavern. I'm just saying what's up, y'all. I'm going to go back and have lunch, mocks. Make me an adios, motherfucker.
1: You know it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so how's your night going, man? It's doing. It's actually doing good. It really is. It's one of those things. Just got off house arrest, and it's always good to be out in the free world. Well, always. It, if you don't mind me asking, why were you on house arrest? DUIs. And see, here's Wait, the thing. Multiple? Yeah, I had two. Oh, shit. Two within five years. But um, see, here's the one thing. The first one, basically... 17 waited to hit me till i was 18 and then it was basically a that one wasn't sketchy i'll admit to that one for sure but second one very very sketchy it was a thing to where my keys weren't in the ignition i was just going out to get a bag basically and then i turned around and there they were oh and it was one of those things to where I tried to flex my rights, and that did not go so well, because you know where we are. Mm.
0: <laughs> greatest greatest place ever, right? Yeah,
1: definitely. But that's kind of what happened with that one, because if it were me, like, personally, as far as, like, how I know cops in other places in Indiana, they definitely wouldn't have charged me with a DUI. You know what I mean? If mm. I would have been anywhere else but Henry County, they definitely wouldn't have done it because my keys weren't in the ignition, I was not driving. They couldn't really prove that I was driving. There was a lot of sketchy shit going on, and plus it was Fourth of July. Everybody was turning up. Like mm. it was just one of those things that happened. So I'm okay with it. It's past me. Do we'll you th- get there? Do you think it'll ever get off your record? Uh yes. I can get the felony expunged for sure. Oh. Yeah, okay. with any, if I if I'm good for a year, we'll be all right. Okay. We
0: will. Um, I recently just got a, um, a ticket deferred. Um, oh. I didn't have insurance, and it was uh, the middle of February when the ice storm was happening, you know? Yeah. And I was driving from here, wasn't drunk, anything like that, yeah. but I only have one break, you know? Uh, yeah. had one brake on my car. <laughs> and um, it's right up there near Race Street and whatnot. Yeah, I know are Going up to Indiana and um, 18th. Yeah. To, yeah. And I'm um, more than half a block away from it, and I'm just going two miles yeah. an hour sliding. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I hit the brakes and I just slide all the way and then hit the stop sign and obliterate it. Oh my God. Like took it up from the ground well, and at everything. at least
1: they didn't get you with damaging a public property.
0: I didn't even have to pay that. They yeah. were just like, you don't have insurance at all. Uh, we're going to give you a ticket. Yeah. Well, no, I'm like, well, if I can present proof of insurance, can I just get, you know, just you pay know, the ticket and do, do my mind? thing? Yeah. And the whole thing's deferred. 200 that's bucks. That's good. No, yeah. that's that's no record, actually, yeah. no SR22, or anything like that.
1: You actually got off kind of good Plus, they that put the
0: same stop sign back up. <laughs> like, they had it on tires for a second, and then they put the original one back up. I can tell because there's a dent from the fucking thing. <laughs> in my car, and on the sign itself. <laughs> like, if you were to take the sign and put it on my car, it would be an exact match. Like, it's bent like a crescent moon.
1: <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh I can, my God, I, I feel that honestly. I don't know. It's one of those things to where, like, I'm not gonna hate on our local government, but I'm gonna hate on our local government a bit. It's just one of those things to where I just genuinely feel like Henry County, as far as me being in the legal system from 13 to 18 to now. It's just, and I'm 20. I'm ba- I'm 22, about to be 23. But this was my first charge after that. It's just one of those things to where they just want those dollars. They really, really do. They want to keep you in the system as long as they can just because they need the money. They really do. As far as my dad, me and my dad growing up, it's one of those things. He's been a Newcastle journalist for over 40 years, and Mm -hmm. he kind of just knows how this county works especially. So it was very, very interesting to see how I subpoenaed all the cops in my case, and they all lied. We caught three or four of them lying. And they still were would not drop or do anything. And then my lawyer, who's like a decent lawyer, like I, I shut off the money for a good lawyer on this one because I was gonna fight it all the way. And then not gonna happen, just because of the old good old boy code. Like realistically, that's what it came down to. Oh, well, that's fucking stupid. I, I mean, yeah, but yeah. Well, you knew there, that before, There have been so many times when I've been pulled over.
0: It like, I, I haven't had a ticket or anything. I've gotten lucky a few times. But most of the time, it was for jack shit, and i just get pulled over for the sake of it.
1: Yeah, well, that, and once you have a record, they can just run your plates and see everything. Even if it's juvenile or anything like that, they can see everything. That's the one people who can see whatever they want about your record, whether it be after 18 or before 18. They can kind of just tell, you know what I mean? And if they want to fuck with you, they will. Like, that's just my experience with it for sure and um, a lot of other people around here too i would say
0: i don't think i have anything on my record besides that one little ticket and that's being you know erased pretty yeah, much yeah. i've never been to Expansed, jail, never yeah. been arrested or anything like that i don't know what it's like is or, it
1: it's i mean it was rough for me realistically just because like i had to grow up really fast but mm-hmm. it was also one of those things to where it brought not great joy, but great inspiration as far as like some of my <coughs> art and a little bit else. Just because of, like I grew up as a skateboarder, mm-hmm. I grew up skating like basically since I was probably like nine, ten, and then I worked my way up the ranks and I eventually got sponsored and a few other things. And you actually got sponsored? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I got sp- and that ended up bad as well. Like realistically, like I had a few Indiana companies I was writing for that just basically uh, used and abused. I will say, as far oh. as, like, artwork and money and time and everything else. Signed your soul away, did you? Yep, a little bit, a little bit. Do you still skateboard right now? Yeah, oh yeah, for fun, only for fun. <laughs> only I'm actually,
0: fun. um, I had the rights to use some music from my good friends from Killtones. Dude,
1: I had that um, right as well from Sticky Fingers, as far as all my home videos.
0: Currently, they're no longer a band or whatever, mm-hmm. but, um, their first two albums that they made are really fucking good, and, uh... I was fortunate enough to see to their get, last show to like, give them ever. like
1: personal written rights to where you can do whatever you want with their well, music I just had to share the name you know well yeah that's kind of how it was with us too but we got we were happy enough to do kind of like basically the same agreement yeah. like there's, there's one track that mouth. they have
0: there's one track that they have where it just sounds like a fucking awesome skateboarding montage yeah. track and it's like this really good like not hard rock you know it's just like it's awesome. Yeah, just in your face. And so yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be filming that in like 4K and all that stuff oh, dude, pretty soon dope. up at the uh, the park here. You know, Ooh, there so you go. If no, you the roundabout.
1: Me, yeah, no, hit me up. I would say I can always provide you a board and uh, a stunt man, <laughs> on the wood. Always. You don't mind wiping out a few times. Oh yeah, I can too. do that. Always, I'm good at that. <laughs> That's another thing. I've had, I sustained a decent amount of injuries while I was going through the whole skateboarding thing, like blown out knees. Um, Did you break I, any bones? Yeah, oh yeah. Broke the all the side of my foot, broke, uh, basically like t- didn't tear my ACL, but got really, really close to where all the tendons around my ACL. Mm-hmm. And then they thought it was a torn ACL for a long time, but then it wasn't. But it also just was one of those things I couldn't really fix. It was all rehab. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that did not end up well. I've actually tried
0: skateboarding recently. Um, turns out I'm not really much of a trickster. I like riding on a longboard. Mm-hmm. No, just that's, prism. there's
1: nothing, dude. That's, and that's, the older I get, the more I realize that that's the pure joy of skateboarding, if that makes sense, as far as just feeling those four wheels quick clack under some fucking sidewalk is one of the best things that you can ever feel.
0: 72, 74 degrees out, you know, fucking wind blowing. Yep. It's yeah, it's one of the
1: best things. It really is. Anybody that's listening out there, please get your kids a skateboard. You will not regret it.
0: <laughs> I may get my daughter a skateboard. Who knows?
1: <laughs> oh, Nick, you're so sweet. I got her a guitar the other day, and she like freaked out. She's like, Ah, guitar! Ah, you know. No, that's the best. That and you play too, though. Hmm. I I'll play say, a bit of everything too. Yeah, i will say, you but you'll be able to teach her you know what I mean. Yeah. That's that's one of the best things about growing. Like I, personally speaking, I wasn't ever. I never grew up in like a musical family, but I was always very very interested in music. Mm-hmm. So it was one of the things I wish I would have had the opportunity to learn at an early age.
0: Well, uh, my uh, my grandparents on my dad's side, um, my grandpa was in a choir and he's like a really baritone type voice. And um, on my mom's side, uh, my grandma and my mother would sing all the time. That's super. Sick. So singing is a part of it. But my uncle plays guitar and whatnot. I didn't learn from him how to play guitar, I, I just, just acquired been it, it. Yeah. but bass playing, that came out of nowhere. See, that's, like, kinda
1: what, that's the only thing I know how to play. Like It's one of those
0: cliched bass player stories where they're like, hey, I can't we play have a guitar. band, I can't we need gu- a bass player, do you, so do you know how to play to bass? I'm ginger. like, yeah, I know how to play bass. Didn't know it at all, exactly. I never played a fucking bass. Went out with the little money I had, got a bass, played in a band, and then eventually um, the drummer and I went into another band called Cross That Line, and we mm-hmm. played seven shows in Muncie, oh, like there you go. all around. Had yeah. a little mosh pit going at a bar and whatnot. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the last one I had was a band called Non Servant, where we were gonna open up for Saliva oh, okay. on the radio, That's but we were just a little too heavy, so they're oh, like, no. Oh really? Yeah. So they, so they, just they canceled you because of that. Yeah. That's shitty. A little too heavy. Like, um, not, not too heavy, but like. Too heavy for not, the them. Not for the <laughs> radio type, you know. But that would have been fucking cool. Yeah, that would have been great. To meet the people. And,
1: well... Back to the little skateboarding thing, like, literally it influenced so much of my art. Like, seeing all the young, like, when I was super young and, like, s- getting into stuff, like, I would go and, like, buy new boards. This was back when Newcastle had an actual skate shop, Imagine Music. I think I remember. Yeah, Imagine Music. There was one up here, wasn't there? On broad, uh, well, broad yeah, street. but that was more of a bike shop, paintball shop. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? But Imagine Music, while we had it, it was really, really good to have Mike Haddon in the mix. And it was just one of those things where he really, really supported. He bought a bunch of rails, he bought a bunch of like basically stuff that we could just transport. Like we take it down to the arts park and just set up and go all day. Like when it was rainy and stuff.
0: You know what would be a not bad idea to have a skate shop. Here yeah, in we town. don't
1: have. Well, uh, we got Pointer Brothers, which I actually really appreciate what they're doing right now, but. It's one of those things to where they've always been more, like I said, bike and Ooh. paintball oriented. I
0: know of two vape shops here, but a vape and skate, that'd that be would kinda be cool. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: Be, well, with Newcastle Culture, that would fit, in, fit right in. Get some music really in there. Would. Get
0: some vinyls for the hipsters, you know. Yeah. Get some vapes and yeah. all your smoking needs. For sure. You and know. But that's kind of like. Then have skateboard stuff where you can, like, order, like, um, decks and whatnot. Is, is that the right word? Deck?
1: Yeah, you it know? is. Yeah. Maybe, sure. like,
0: customize a board and have it ordered in, you know. It'd be kind of cool
1: there is some really really good places online that you can basically customize anything as far as decks like it's basically like how do you remember when vans had to create your own shoe actually no that was that was fun i was gonna say you could literally go in there and design your own shoe like anybody could and they would they would do it and ship it like they had parameters of course but it was one of those (laughs) things to where you could really go in and make your own shoe but CCS, I know, has a it really... And it's not through CCS, it's just they <coughs> offer the, you know, they offer that. And it was one of those things to where, like, that's still out there and still really cool. Because I know some people, when Chance Smith passed away, like, they, they basically made a bunch of decks, like, as ma- like the max order that you could mm-hmm. of that one. And then basically just put... They made three different decks, I'm pretty sure. Like, one of him, little kid, one of him middle-aged, and then one of them like, right when he died. And they did that the was and sold, like, auction them off for charity. I do know that. Awesome. But, and, well, th- back to the whole art thing. Like, that's mm-hmm. kind of how it got, like, not got me into art, but realistically, it showed me a lot of art avenues that I would have never seen as a little kid, for sure. Like, board graphics. Board graphics, t-shirts, and everything else that has to do with the skateboard culture. It just got me thinking creatively at a very very young age and that's one of those things i've always appreciated about skateboarding because i'll always ride for me you know until my body is broken but also at the same time <laughs> which it may be now but <laughs> i'll always keep doing well, as long what was that as character's can.
0: name on tony hawk underground Two? uh polly um, he had, he was in like in a wheelchair. And he had it like was
1: before Polly D on fucking shore, but I'm pretty sure his name was actually Polly D. I'm not positive on that. Don't quote me, but I'm I think it was Polly, Polly Ryan. Ryan. Polly, Polly Wheels of Fury Ryan. Oh God, there we You
0: go got bitch.
1: No, yeah. you're talking about underground too with dude yeah. in wheelchair. No, yes. yeah. And <laughs> well, what fucks me up about that is like literally, there's people out there that. Well, I was watching Tampa Pro this year, and literally, I forget the dude with no legs that has basically been killing it like he can literally do whatever trick i can do on anything but with no legs like holy straight fuck. finger flipping everything yeah you guys should look that up it's um, gnarly. It's another guy you gnarly.
0: should look up and i'm really just now getting into skateboarding culture and whatnot tyler mullen yeah
1: that yeah. guy holy fuck. Great. well that and if you're like now that we're on like inspirational skateboard culture dan manchui um, he's basically a dude that is blind, all the way blind. He's 90 he has 96% of his sight lost, but he uses a blind stick and basically like sights out his surroundings with the <laughs> four, with the 4% that he has left. And then basically he can he's killing it right now. Real Skateboards just did a really really cool like braille deck for him. What? Yeah. And that's just one of those dude. other cool like skateboarding is just such a cool culture as far as like you can get anybody included it's one of those things once you become a skateboarder it's just like family like you see another dude and you're just like you skateboard right on fuck yeah Yep. exactly
0: One one dream of mine is to play music to like escape skateboard like thing you know like have a little like like uh, riser in the middle or whatever like yeah. a park
1: or whatever and people can just it, skateboard away play like punk music and shit well rest in peace ollie skate park they used to do that a lot what yeah back in covington ohio yeah, and they're, well, they're still open for the next, like, two or three months, but also at the same time, like, I spent a lot of my childhood there, like, just honing everything.
0: Do you know if the park here has any, like, plug-ins anywhere?
1: Yes, th- I think they do by, well, by that little bathroom stall thingy, you know what I mean?
0: I call for an extension cord and, and just good. a quick yeah, setup to play real quick, just not, like a, well a, a that, set. Well, that, if you can <laughs> get
1: your, I'm going to say, if you can do battery powered, you'd be all right. You would, you could. I mean a full done. band. Oh, full band. No, they've got the deck. You can do that. Yeah, mm. but you would. Ha- the thing with that is you would have to get permission from the city. <laughs> <I> n- <laughs> <laughs> just set it up and do it. Well, <laughs> Crunchy tried that. I'm going to say Chris Carroll, one of the one of the dudes I grew up with kind of like just growing up in bands and stuff around here, like me following the music scene, seeing the skate scene. Like and this was back when I was like thir- 12, 13, up until like 15-ish. But like they would try and do that, and they'd get shut down all the time. It would be more effort than the work. But also, they will work with you. I'm gonna say it's one of those things to where if you do try the proper channels, most of the time they'll work with you if you're a decent guy. Dude. They really will. Just That'd be kind of cool. And I well, like I said, my dad can probably get, I can probably get you in touch. Realistically. Mm.
0: I don't have a band together yet, but, uh... I think we can
1: get another band. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that'd
0: be awesome. Uh, Do you remember when Ponderoso or Roadhouse was, uh, Razzles? Yes, well... I played a show there, my my first show.
1: I love the Roadhouse. I love Rich Marshall. He was the one that gave me the opportunity to do my first art show. What? Yeah, and I still have, like, basically kind of an open contract with them as far as... I love doing art shows there because he just lets me have full reign kind of as far as like me and my friends just go at it as far as we'll open up the bar tonight and we'll just sell art you know that's one of those good things that he i've always respected about that and he's only owned it for probably about five years but he's He's doing good things for the community right now. He really is. He may seem like a dick. Don't get me wrong. And, oh, if Rich is listening, you are a dick. But, <laughs> but I love him. I do. I love the dude. It's just one of those things he really, really tried to give the youth some power back as far as – and my thing is I or me and a few other people, me, my girlfriend, and Sarah Burns organized the first two. And then basically we would try and bring a few people in. And then what I've been trying to do ever since then – is bring in some high school kids as far as to show them that hey you can sell some art like your Mm -hmm. talents aren't just going to waste you know what i mean that's one of the things i've really really love doing as far as like throwing those little art shows because they may not seem much to the whole of the community but to me personally they mean a lot so it's just one of those things i love to continue doing and i hope to throw another one this year honestly like one of your passions really well yeah definitely one of my passions i would say I, i I don't make a living off selling art at all. Definitely not. But also at the same time, I've sold enough to where I would consider myself definitely a professional artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you reach that, like, I don't know, seven to $1,000 mark, you're legit-ish. You know what I mean? Like, people have bought my work. So it's just one of those things to where I just love doing that, and it... My, it keeps my anxieties in check for sure. As far as making art, yeah, it's just one of those things I can always go do when I'm upset or like I feel like I'm not good enough for the world or anything else, and I can just go with it. That's just the, one of the best things about creating art. So anybody out there that's trying to st- thinks that oh I can't do it because there's not enough people that are willing to buy it, you're probably wrong. Like, I hate to say that, but you're probably wrong, because it's one of those things that I love to do, and it's brought me so much joy, personally, as far as me being able to prove myself wrong. Well, that's good to hear. Holy shit. Yeah.
0: Uh, One of my passions, definitely, is filmmaking. I've been doing it since I was five. Like, my grandma's film, like, camera, you know, yeah. and uh, I'd have two VHS players to edit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's dude. what I would do. And then, like, in 2012, I had, like, a little camera and an ostrich, and I filmed an entire series of creepy ostrich films. That's the best. Enough well, episodes would, to make a movie.
1: Is there still... Is that still out there? Yeah. I have all of them right here. That's the best. I am going to say, you need to drop that on your YouTube channel.
0: I mean, I did. Uh, it's Good. pretty much just for the people who used to watch it, you know?
1: Well, yeah, but also, I now I want to watch it.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> I guess I have to put it back up there now. <laughs> It's just a bunch of random little fucking shit that we just do right then and there. You know, we don't right. really script out anything. We just yeah, do but it.
1: that's, I don't know, that's how you, I feel like that's kind of how you'll get some of the best shit is non-scripted.
0: Hell yeah. That's Never. how we got my friend Ricky in a chicken suit saying, will you stuff me? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they it was hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you Wanna stuff that. me? Okay, no. <laughs> you can create some pure joy out of that. You really, really can. Oh,
0: it was so fun. Like, it was a good uh, year and a half of like, just, yeah. just constant mayhem. Just Yeah. (laughs) Lots of noodle packs were broken. Lots of tags were ripped off of shirts. Snowball fight ensued that destroyed the world. You know. (laughs) That kind of thing. I am going to take a quick, slight break. I'm not going to pause recording. I'll just cut. You know. Um, I'm going to get more beer. Would you like another Heineken? Or would you like something
1: different? Uh, No. Um, I'll take another Heineken. I'll bring you something random. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. You know what I like. I like whiskey. Probably just
0: going to be, you know, like beer. Two random beers.
1: Two random beers. If anybody wants to know, Nick just went up to the bar and ordered two random beers. That was literally his quote. Just two random beers. I love that.
0: Thank you. I probably won't put a break. Fuck it. Yeah. You could probably hear me all the way back there. Uh, what you got? Here we go. Hey yeah I'm done with the tab oh, you are
1: done?
0: yeah so I got myself a blue moon just a regular Belgian white and it looks like black and tan black and tan by Yingling yeah a little stouty there
1: oh good little informational tidbit Yingling just won um, international it was basically not international but American craft beer of the year really yeah holy that shit was this year yeah craft beer of the year well, I work at a liquor store. I should know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had some zombie dust the other day, yeah, dude. We're the one. We're the one people in Newcastle that carry zombie dust, like regularly. Savon, yeah, no. Savon carries zombie. dust. Highway, we were first. I'm gonna say we oh care- <laughs> we <got> <laughs> shots <laughs> fired. <laughs> we were, we were first. I promise. But we we have a decent relationship with Three Floyds, and also we have the biggest craft beer distribution that you have in Henry County. Holy fuck. Yep. Got a shot at the work. <laughs> oh, man. But it is a thing. But, well, Nick, I would like to get honestly back to you. What I want to know. Yeah, I feel like you haven't told it. What made you want to start this podcast? Um,
0: you know what? I've kind of it kind of started as um, the, uh, just two pints yeah. um, games conversation with where I would have a podcast and play games with my friend Dan which, sir, if you're listening at all, I'll get back to you in a second. I haven't seen that guy in like five fucking months, man. Ooh, really? Yeah, now I feel that he was like my best friend in Anderson, and I just Ooh, haven't been able to of, talk well, to him in a minute. We've got
1: mutual ties. I used to live in Anderson for a good two years. Holy shit! Yeah. I
0: lived there from uh, 2015 to
1: about five months ago. 20. So. Well, what would it, what would that be? What would we live in Anderson for? Like two years. So like 2016, 2018 for me. It was kind of outside of town, well, probably. You for know, that. Walt 29th and Jefferson. Yeah.
0: But yeah, um, it started out as a um, just kind of like a podcast with like uh, some games and whatnot because I love playing games, dude. D&D. And now it's D&D. it's it's like completely different now. Like, oh yeah, video games used to be so much of my life that yeah. it was just a huge distraction, and I um, over the last few months I've just you know quit entirely like uh okay. today i deleted literally three terabytes of games from my uh hard drive <sighs> that makes me literally sad. three terabytes that because so sad, it was just though. so much
1: time Wasted? collecting it too yeah, yeah it,
0: was, it was just a giant waste of time and um
1: well see that's why i've been able to get like i, I got really back into like retro gaming as mm-hmm. far as like you can just oh i had up. all of them you know what i mean all you can of just them you i had fucking drax night out shit well, but like, dude conquer Conquer was one of my mm-hmm. favorite games, like growing up. As far as like the conquer, well, the conquer that's like really underappreciated is the one on sixty four.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I haven't played like a game in a long time, and I really don't plan on it. You know, well, no, it used I, to be so much of my childhood, I feel you.
1: and it's one of those things. Once you get sucked in, you get sucked in. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it's just a huge waste of time when I could be out doing this. You yeah, know? doing a real thing. I because I, I I love editing video and whatnot. And I love filming stuff. And talking and expressing have Ooh. been a really big part of my life lately, and I want to express myself, and I want to know what other people go through, you know? Yeah.
1: So, yeah you um, want to get inside other people's heads as far as, like, hey, I've, not even that I've been there, but also what are you going through? Yeah, pretty much. I get and that. And
0: drinking beer, you know, helps people relax, you know, helps people unwind a little bit, and you know what? It's like Cheers relaxing. It. Sooner or later, you don't even know we're recording. Like, yeah. we're just fucking talking, you know? That's very
1: true. That is very, very true. And while, shout out to all the editors out there, but one of my favorite ones is Jesse Allen. Who, we were lucky Pardon enough. Me? Oh, you're good. We were lucky enough to make probably three or four homie videos, like full-length skate videos, as far as like 35 to 45 minutes long. Holy shit. Each one with individual people and parts and intros and outros and everything else. And yeah. that was fucking dope uh if you want to look any of those up s-edge nella e-s-s-e-j-n-e-l-l-a on youtube no spaces no caps but also that that was one of those things that got my eyes open to editing and it was great it was literally one of the best experiences that i've ever had in my life as far as filming filming those videos with those dudes just because It opened my eyes up to filming because we would film each other. We didn't have a professional filmer or anything like that. You know what I mean? We would just go around skating spots and just yeah, exactly. Like we would do, we would skate like that without a filmer, anyways. You know what I mean? But at this point, we had a, you know, we just got a camera. (laughs) That's all that happened, really. That's all that changed. And it was really really nice to get behind the lens if that makes sense and just That does make sense. Like uh,
0: I always film everything. I always edit you know. everything. It's always like from my point of view that I want And to I've done
1: a lot of filming and yeah. editing myself and it's just one of those things that really really opened my eyes up to the possibilities of everything that can be done with the culture and everything else as far as like whether and it doesn't matter what culture realistically if you're a subculture you can do stuff with that. Like really when it comes to beer skateboarding Like even weed and then anything else involved like herbexing and literally anything that's a subculture you can, I'm not going to necessarily say monetize, but also you can just get in behind the lens and learn so much. You can learn so much off of that as far as like you're going to learn skills that will last with you for the rest of your life.
0: I, I think filmmaking is more about the expression and the is. the lack of expression I've had for the most of my life because of everything. That's you know? a good one. I've never and in the heard last that. five, six months, I've been able to express myself more than ever. You yeah. Know? Like, if you would have asked this person, like, a year ago, you wouldn't get anything in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd
1: just be this yeah. fucking kind of an asshole actually yeah no i get that i really do like i've, I've been through some uh, some dark times in my life as well i, I think it was the darkest time yeah. you know
0: and it took a lot for me to change in a way oh yeah
1: know? no for sure for sure like well i don't know what it took for me to change realistically was watching a lot of the people that i loved cease to exist and like basically, what I mean, cease to exist, is a, like yeah, so a few people died, but also at the same time, a few people just ceased to exist. As far as they wouldn't do anything, they wouldn't get out of their house, they wouldn't go to work, they wouldn't do anything. And it was just one of those things to where like I don't want to be that guy. I think that's what honestly
0: drove me away from a lot of people around here, especially, dude. This mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I've, I've I I think I've been on this journey for like 15 years now. Yeah, like of um, never knowing. Like where to settle yeah. and whatnot, and until very recently, you know.
1: Did you not? Well, did you not necessarily know what you wanted to do or know what to do? Does that make uh, sense? It's a very very. No, uh,
0: I've been on my own since I was, um, 14. Well, yeah. Uh, but my parents split up, and literally, I've been on my own since then. Since yeah. Like, just kind friend of, to friend. Yeah. Couch, couch surfing. Surf. Yeah. Every now and then, my mom, and uh, one time my dad, but, but um. No, like, I am i was never anywhere for more than a couple of days to a few weeks to months. Yeah. Um, there was one time in my life where I was at a place for, like, two years and then recently four, you know? Yeah. And, and now, I, now I'm forging my own, you know, yeah, path, right my right. own home that I made myself, you know? And, well, that's like,
1: so that's so important, honestly, because you have to find you eventually. You know what I mean? You're going to mm-hmm. do it. You know, you know, like I, I'm pretty sure I found it. You know, that's so good though. Cause like, like I'm one of those very, very sh- like sure people. Like I've been like I've been the same person with a few tweaks for my entire life. Like realistically, like not my entire life, but since about like you know prepubescent teenage years. You Mm -hmm. know, like that I've been the same Derek Radford that everybody knows, you know? Yeah. And it's just one of those things to where like I like I've done some fucked up shit and I've loved a lot of things that I shouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also at the same time I was able to basically just work on myself. You know, and that was that was hard for me to accept too, was the fact that I need help. And the fact that I need to work on myself. That was one of those things that I never wanted to do, but eventually did because it was affecting everyone around me that's exactly
0: you know how i felt a couple of months ago where i needed to fucking do something you know instead of just sitting there and and just becoming this brick, you know living the same existence over and over you know just not saying anything ignoring everything and uh trying to i don't know become the
1: best you that you can be yeah and i never tried that yeah, well, so. that's the easy—that's the easiest and also the hardest part about it because you know that you want to become that person, but it's so hard to try.
0: Yeah, it, it was, and I, I got that push a couple of months ago. That's the best thing. Dude. And like, me
1: being your friend, I'm so happy that that happened.
0: It was—it was pretty rough. Exactly, pretty it's always t- rough. Y- you know, um, it's
1: always rough for that to happen, but I'm glad that you actually did it.
0: I'm glad too. I'm glad it happened. You know, it, it needed to because yeah. if it would have went the same way, it, it would have just gotten worse. Exactly. You know, yeah. and I don't know. Um, there's a lot of regret in there, but I try not to hold that. Oh, yeah, hold on you, to it. Yeah. There was a lot of hate in my mind yeah. for a lot of things, and I've I've been letting that go. Yeah, that makes like, sense. Over the last few months, it and does. it took. Um, I, I think a few weeks ago, I went to Richmond. And um, it, it's like this long, out, drawn-out thing. But um, every two weeks, my grandparents would pick me up, right? Yeah. I think I explained this in the interview with Dev, actually. Um, that I live with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And 2005 is when they found me and whatnot mm-hmm. and took me in. Yeah. And um
1: They're just like, hey, bud, what are you doing? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It was... Um, I guess to shorten it up, because I've had, ha- I have said it before, but yep. I'd like to express it to you yep. too. Yeah. Um, they were a big part of my life, and in 2005, they were a really big part of my life. Before that, they would um, take me to their house, um, they would go through this alleyway, and it would go right into their house, right? Yeah. And um, when I was there, because they're not, they're no longer here, you yep. know? Oh, see, um, I've only
1: got one grandparent left, and I'll go into that later. I want you to finish your story, I really do.
0: Um, the house I went to, um, dilapidated beyond anything belief yeah Yeah, like the roof and walls are like caved in and whatnot and um um, when i used to live there in 2005 there was a song i used to listen to called permanent by acceptance yeah and i would listen to that to fall asleep and that was the start of um music connected to my memories and whatnot how i would save them in a little folder and then listen to them to remember that part of my life yeah you know and that really blew out of proportion. I have, like, seven gigs of music just for no that, meat. you know? But um, that song, I played it the last time I was there, and that is the last time I'm going to be there ever. Like, I'm never coming back. That's
1: always rough. I've, I've and, been through some stuff like that as far as, like, being there for the last time, and that's always a good learning experience, but also I, uh, a rough one. I,
0: I played it as I drove away, and um, I took a back alley, and I went out the alley that my that grandparents would... That my grandparents would take me down. And right as the song ended, I went around the corner and that was it. And that was that
1: but that's also full circle be- feeling, you know. That's also, be- yeah, I just want to say, that's uh, also 14, very, very beautiful.
0: 14 years uh, of, of pent-up everything. Yeah, you know? constant, yeah. Of, um, yeah, and especially the last three years of them being gone and me having to accept that and move on, that was me moving on, yeah. you know. I had seen them in the cemetery before that, like, because um, they're unmarked. You know, mm-hmm. and that yeah. in itself is just. Rough. Stupid. Yes. But at least in, I know where they are. In you know? today's,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Because a lot of people don't. But I. The, get that. the
0: last time I actually saw them was on their 50th anniversary. And um, I had my 50 year old camera that I used, and I took a lot of pictures of them. And. Dude, like, I bet that's the, a
1: bitch to get that film developed.
0: Uh, it's about 25 bucks. That's what I was going to say. But I, I did, if you want to see it, I'll bring it up real quick, as I explained. Always.
1: Always. But, um,
0: me. oh, burping. I, um, that was the last time I saw them. You know, two weeks after that, my grandpa, uh, passed away in the hospital. <laughs>
1: oh, fuck.
0: Well, and then my grandma a year after that. You, you want know? me
1: to go into my, my stuff?
0: In a moment, yeah. Um, I'm going to bring him up for you real quick I do I do want to see this I really really do photos here we go um, pretty much it was that full circle moment you know that I needed to move on and from I got a lot that of too
1: I really did it's one of those things to where I understand what you like I understand what you went through kind of you know what I mean that's one of those things that's always very, very hard for people.
0: The people that actually knew me as a person, you know? As,
1: like as a kid and stuff? Mm-hmm. When they, well, did they know what they, you were going through then?
0: Kind of. I, I Really, I haven't been that expressive ever. Yeah. Until a couple Just, of months ago. Yep. You know?
1: I get that, too.
0: Well, I hope I can pull them up here. I pull it up on my computer, but I'd have to hook up yeah. a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, I'll pull it up if you want to start talking about yours. Uh yeah, um, I can do that. I well, let's say. take a slight break. What's up, Dev? What's up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, basically, they're in here. <laughs> uh, you might be on here.
0: I'd like, I'd like you to see him and get your reaction on this. Yeah. Because it, oh, yeah. my, my grandma is immortalized in this pure joy. Yeah, uh, of,
1: of, well, of you speaking and also of you uh, sharing your memories, honestly. You know what I mean? That's, that's something that will live on forever. And that's one of the things I love about this medium is you can just bring up memories that other people may not understand, but you can talk about. And yeah. it gets you so, so much closure. In a sense. At least it has for me. You know what I mean? As far as, like, me doing other, like, little interviews and stuff that have, like, very, very much so helped me deal with my trauma.
0: I don't think I'm going to pull it up. I ah, you're okay. Because I'm okay. not finding them. Yeah, right. yeah, they're on my hard drive, though. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't have them.
1: You're okay. But we're like...
0: But, um, it, it's just, you know, black and white filter, and my grandma's wearing her little flower and whatnot, she's just, like, cheese and, you, and, and you hardcore, have, you know? You
1: have, you have that forever though, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, one of the things that happened to me was basically, like, I lost I lost the grandparents on my dad's side by the time I was 12, and then I lost the one, like, basically I still have one left, but the one on my mom's side was the hardest one for me. She was basically she had some problems with diabetes, but she wasn't, she was not in that bad of shape at all, you know what I mean? She was in her 70s, but also she would take Every day out of her day, and yeah, she was paid for, but she didn't do it for that. You know what I mean? She didn't do it for the monetary reason, to go take care of elderly Alzheimer's people. And basically, it was one of those things to where it was real. Do you remember that ice storm that happened in about 2010? I think so. The bad one, the mm-hmm. real bad one around here. She was on. She was checking up on some people just to make sure they had food and they were good and everything else, you know what I mean? Because she wasn't going to go out for a few days just to, you know, for her own safety. Mm-hmm. But she, on her way back from that, she had basically gotten out of her car, closed the door, slipped on some ice, and died in her driveway. And it was just one of those things that hit me so hard as far as, like, rocked my belief in religion and a lot of things. Because she was still out there helping people. She was still out there helping everybody that she needed to help and also one of those things that she really needed to do to make her life okay. You know what I mean? She was just one of those great, genuine people that was a helper. And my parents really, like, they tried to do deal with it the best that they could, obviously. Like, my mom was very much involved, but also I was not very much involved, you know what I mean? And that really hurt me, honestly, throughout the years, as far as, like, I never got to say goodbye. I never really got to say my goodbyes or anything like that, and that really, really, like, I, my belief in religion had been shook before that, but it was just one of those things, that was the defining moment, you know what I mean? As far as, like, that was the last straw. As far as, like, okay, well, that's, it. if she's still out here trying to help everybody and being a great-ass person doing it, why, did, why is that her time? You know what I mean? And it took well, me a you long know what? it took me a long time to realize why that happened. Well you maybe leaving I mean? isn't the
0: bad part, you know? Oh yeah, no, M- definitely. Maybe um maybe you could look at it as um,
1: she did as much as she could and everything else because mm-hmm. that's really, really what it took a long time for me to realize as far as she helped so many people. You know, like she was a lunch lady before that. Like and I don't I don't know if like you had the same experience in high school as I did, but, like, lunch ladies were one of those few people that, like, they would give you shit, but they would still, like, talk to you in a real way like you're an adult. Yeah. Like. <laughs>
0: my, my grandma was janitor at uh, Centerville That's kind of for a long though. fucking it really time. Is. Uh She's still kicking. Um, she's helping my grandpa out and whatnot. Uh, he's pretty close, I'd say. Yeah. And I've been preparing for it for a long fucking time. And I... I don't know if that's, like, the right thing to do, is to prepare for it. I would
1: say it is. Like, I've got, like, the one I have left, like, I would say that preparing is one of the best things that you can do, just because, for me especially, like, my mom is still there. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm preparing more for her than I am for me, you know, for the, like, for the death, realistically. Because I need to be there to help her, because it's going to hit her harder than it's going to hit me. But also, it's... I
0: think the best way to go about it is just... Enjoy it, you know, quit thinking of what's gonna happen because eventually, yeah, it will
1: Exactly, that and see him as much as you can So, you know, like, I don't
0: think that ever crosses my mind when I do see people, you know I see them how they are now, you know Not how, how they were if they're like, they were a bad person Or, you know, where they're going Yeah You no, know, because eventually everyone,
1: you know Is gonna die and that
0: sucks. Hey, whatever. Hey,
1: but and on the other hand, that kind of doesn't suck in my opinion. Just and I'm not advocating anything as far as death or anything like that. But also, it's the same road that we're all gonna take. Yeah,
0: eventually we're gonna have to make that jump. Mm-hmm. But it's nothing to be scared about, you know? No,
1: no, definitely just not.
0: Enjoy the time you had here. Exactly. You know?
1: That and make as many friends and as many connections as you can along the way, especially genuine ones. Just because, without that, what's life? Mm-hmm. full of hurdles
0: waves whatever you want to call it right now it's waves for me and uh in the last week or two i think it's been more of me finding solid
1: ground yeah and well so. speaking of solid ground hmm. it's one of those things to where with solid ground you can always have a decent landing you know, and that's one of the like most beautiful things I've ever found out of concrete is, no matter how hard it hurts, I can always expect what I'm gonna get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suppose you're right. Well, sir, I'd say
0: hell yeah. That's that's. What we got? This has been a talk. We're, we're at talking. forty. We're like forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. We're so good. you know what? I, I think I'm just gonna end it here. Yeah. You know? We're good. This was really insightful for me, actually.
1: Hey, thank you, Nick. Hey, I appreciate a you for having me on here. This I has really been
0: the two pints radio show and you know what i'm feeling pretty good i am too
1: i will be all right trust me and hey i hope everybody out there listening is all right too
0: yeah so have a beer relax and you know what we'll give you another show later okay goodbye